Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Brodo Summer Heat Wave. 32 teams in 32 days, every single fantasy-relevant player brought to you only by Brodo Fantasy. I'm your host, Tim Petrop. Here are my two brothers, Michael and Jason. Pitch rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bears. <laughs> Still getting used to seeing Michael with a crew cut. Um, so I'm going to keep mentioning it until I get used to it. Um, today we are talking about the Bears, as Jason and as Michael already said. Let's continue doing that so we don't do it. Mike Dick. The Bears. The Bears. BrotoFantasy.com is where you can find everything Broto. Uh, new layout on the site. Go check that out. Very fancy. Um, Patreon.com slash BrotoFantasy to get extra episodes, to get extra, to, to join the Patreon, which I must say, the people on our Patreon are awesome-ass people. Shout out to our patrons. Our Discord um, for, is legitimately the best. They got some. Yeah, they're just being awesome. They man. got some rap battles from us three yesterday. That's yes. correct, yeah. Yes, we, we, we might do rap. a rap battle patron pod if anyone's interested in that. Little did you guys know that we're, we're us three brothers, despite our skin complexion, <laughs> got bars. Um, and I'm not even joking. Bars I'm on bars on bars. I'm not joking. On Mars on Mars on Mars. Because we're out of this bro. world. <laughs> <laughs> what? Bars on bars on bars on Mars on Mars on Mars. Oh, you said Mars. Because we're, we're out of this world. Um, yeah, so join the listener leagues. Join Patreon. Let's get to the Bears today. Uh, let's look at the coaching outlook first. Head coach. Matt Nagy stays the same as right on cue. It seems like every time I'm doing the exact same introduction, it's always then that that happens. Um, Matt Nagy is the head coach still, but a new offensive coordinator because somebody had to take the blame for last year. You can't get rid of Mitch Trubisky because he was a number number two overall pick three years ago. You can't get rid of Matt Nagy because he just won coach of the year the year before. So who was on the chopping block? The offensive coordinator. And who comes in? Bill Lazor. He was last the offensive coordinator for the Bengals Blazer. in 2017 Blazer. and 2018. Uh, but Matt Nagy will probably have the call on the offense. He went from offensive mastermind one year to tired and unoriginal in a very short period of time. And I think the key will be the QB. So let's get to the QB. Who will start for this team? We do not know. Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles, both not rosterable. I think that as much as I get made fun of for my Mitch Trubisky takes last year, um, yeah, I missed that one. I don't know if you guys know. Um, I admit, I admit, Shocking. I admit defeat on that Mr. Brisky take. But I will say this: I don't think it's it's, it's any. There's any debate that Mitch Trubisky carries with him a higher ceiling than Nick Foles does in terms of being a quarterback in fantasy. I also think that Mr. Trubisky carries with him a higher ceiling for the players on the field than Nick Foles does if he is the same guy that he was two years ago rather than the guy he was last year. Um, let's talk about the quarterback then. Not, neither of these guys are, are rosterable, in my opinion, obviously, unless you're in a, yeah. in a very deep super flex. Yeah. So first of all, about this Nagy offense, um, I think it was Warren Sharp who pointed it out first. Good follow. Um, smart guy. Uh, he noticed that the Bears in 2018 were a much better team in the first half. And it was because Matt Nagy was going into games with about 25 plays drawn up. And those plays would be done by the end of the first half. And then the second half, that offense was toast. They could not adapt to defenses. And I, teams probably noticed this. A.K.A. Trubisky couldn't. Yes, Trubisky couldn't. And then teams probably noticed this. And last year, 
It was just bad all around. Even the drawn-up plays from the beginning weren't working. And now looking at the quarterbacks here, none of them are going to be fantasy relevant. It's funny. It's like a little conundrum here. They have two guys, Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky. Nick Foles isn't good enough with his arm to make up for his lack of usage of his legs. And Mitch Trubisky isn't good enough with his legs to make up for lack of skill with his arm. So what we have is two quarterbacks who aren't going to be fantasy relevant. I mean, even if you put Trubisky's arm and Foles's Excuse me, Trubisky's legs and folds his arm together. You still don't get that great of a quarterback. It'd be streamable. Streamable, true. It's I about mean, it for the quarterback. You got like Gardner Minshew. Mitch Trubisky <laughs> needs to. I mean, Mitch Trubisky. Like I, you guys know that I, I, I do have a soft spot in my heart for heart for Mitch Trubisky. My hat. There is a very small chance, five percent chance, an outside chance that Mitch Trubisky does bounce back from a bad sophomore starting year. I mean, There's a Nick Foles thing. is going to be the starting quarterback. I don't agree with that. I don't I think, think so. so. I mean, the, the, all the, the beat writers in Chicago are saying that the Bears want Mitch Trubisky to be the starting quarterback. Of course quarterback. they do. They traded up and drafted him over Deshaun right. Watson and Pat Mahomes. So I think he'll get every chance to be that starting quarterback. Um, but I don't think it's it's. I don't think it matters either way for who you're going to – what it matters for is the other guys. So let's talk about the other guys. Um, David Montgomery, a guy that Michael and Jason spent time – bashing on Twitter earlier today. David Montgomery, 19 touches inside the five. He was 12th in the NFL overall in touches, yet 44th in yards. He will have the opportunity. Will he take the leap this season is the question for David Montgomery. So is David Montgomery all bark and no bite? <laughs> that was a good one. You, you may have heard some barking. In the background, that was my girlfriend's. Dude, little five-pound dog. Like, not it's close to this room right it now. It sounds like a bark from a five-pound dog, but it's loud. It's pretty loud, yeah. All right, so here's the thing with David Montgomery. We all know that last season... Atrocious. He was, how you say, a poops. 200, oh. 267 touches, and he literally did nothing with them. But why can't he be this year's Melvin Gordon? I agree. Lack I of agree skill. There's just something there. Dude, Melvin Gordon didn't look at his rookie year either. Just there's something about, look, Montgomery could suck, but he's a workhorse running back entering his second year. Melvin Gordon's rookie season, 641 yards, 33 receptions, 192 yards, zero touchdowns. Montgomery, three ended- and a half yards per attempt. 5.2 yards per target. Montgomery was the RB24 on two hundred over 250 touches. That's despicably terrible. Montgomery's rookie year, 0.2 more yards per attempt, 3.7, and 0.1 more yards per target, 5.3. He was basically Melvin Gordon, except he had less touches and was less efficient. All I'm saying is, like that's, that's really all I have good to say about Montgomery because there's nothing good to say about what happened last year. But we've seen this in the past, and a lot of people were off of Melvin Gordon. And Melvin Gordon ended up with 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns the next year. I don't, I don't really have a problem taking Montgomery where he's going because there's so much volume. They didn't bring in any competition. All he needs they to do is fall into the end zone a few more times. Yeah, they didn't draft any competition. Now, the eye test on David Montgomery also wasn't great. But I think David Montgomery is an, is one of the reasons why the Bears' offense struggled so much because when you don't have that Jordan Howard type that can get you yards like they had the year before, what you get 
is an offense that is RPO obsessed and RPO dependent, not having a run option. And what you get then is a guy in Mitch Trubisky who, when he is faking runs and throwing and not being able to run, he sucks. We know that he, he when he's feeling the pressure, can't get going. So I think there was a lot of dominoes last year for the Bears because their defense was third in the league for a while before a bunch of injuries. Trubisky, although he did take a step back, if you look at his final numbers, weren't as bad. They were pretty close to the year before. Really, the running game was the one that really took the giant step back for the Bears. So they got to get this running game going. I think they're going to try and get the running game going. And if you can get David Montgomery in the fourth round, why not? Fifth is the earliest I would take him. I don't want him as my fourth best player. I just I'm not trying to take a running back in the fifth round who you're drafting, who's an early down running back on a bad team he's who's performed bad. No, he's, he's an not. every down back. He is not. Are you guys no, joking? Dude. Terry Cohen is the passing back. Yeah, but Terry Cohen also plays in wide receiver positions. And they play Come together. On, yo. They play this together. Dude saw 35 targets last season and played the full season. He was a rookie. He saw two targets a game. Why would that go up? They have Terry Cohen, who's a pass catching back. It makes no sense. They barely used Terry Cohen last year. What? Oh, Montgomery was so bad last year that they decided we need to get him the ball more. Possibly. That's the argument. Possibly. No, man, no. Nah. What? If it goes up one, three targets per game? One or two catches a game? That's another one or two points in PPR. I mean, if I, you guys go ahead and draft Montgomery in our leagues. I'm probably not going to have him on many teams. He's probably going to go before too. I want That's... him. But if he I mean, falls, yeah. <laughs> if there's a group of Michaels in a draft and he keeps falling. There's a reason why the only running back who's at strictly early down back going basically before Montgomery is Derrick Henry's because Derrick Henry's a beast. All I the other running backs this. have passing game potential as well. To call him a strictly da- r- f- first uh, and second down running back, I think is just like not true, man. Like honestly. Tariq Cohen was was so often in the slot last year that he might as well not have been a running back. See, that's just stupid. It's a dumb thing to say. Why is that dumb? Because it's not true. I mean, both of these, what Tim said isn't true, but it's just, he played running back and slot. Montgomery got some looks. Like, Montgomery wasn't off the field every single third down. Not, we don't need, ex- everything doesn't need to be an extreme. I mean, Cohen saw 104 targets last year. Jeez Louise. That's all I'm saying. Terry, I, Terry Cohen's going to steal passing work from David Obviously. Montgomery. If you guys think he's going to go up from 35 targets... To what, 40? I don't, he's not going to reach 50 targets. Uh, maybe he will. 50 targets and the amount of work on the ground he's getting? Nope. Something has to happen. I mean, fine. Take him. I'm not I'm not buying David Montgomery. just want to make that clear. All right. Let's... Uh, I, I think you're you're greatly overestimating the, the ability of Tariq Cohen. But let's go over to Tariq Cohen. What do you see for him this year? I don't see him being too useful. I mean, we saw what happened last season where he was being overdrafted. I think we all knew it. Like, he was amazing in 2018, but everything was amazing about the Bears in 2018. Everything just clicked for them. Last season, they came crashing down to earth, and look, Tree Cohen's a fun player. He's a very good real-life player, but he's not going to be relevant in fantasy this year. I mean, in PPR leagues, he can be. The guy saw 104 targets last year and 50 or so rushes. All right, so 50 or so receptions... 
doesn't matter. But 50 or so rushes, which you don't get a point for, matters. Dude, Terry Cohen in a PPR league is going in like the ninth, 10th round. I'm not taking him in the ninth, 10th round. He's a better value than David Montgomery is. In PPR, arguably. In PPR leagues. But I'm not owning any Terry He's Cohen a flex-worthy player. He's going to be up and down. He's not someone I'm targeting, but he's so going to be a flex-worthy player. For? I'm just saying I don't think he's going to... You said he's not going to be... I don't think he's going to be very relevant. relevant. I think he will be. Of course he will be. Why wouldn't he be? He's coming off a season where he saw 100 targets. the only leagues he's going to be relevant are in full PPR, and even then he's going to struggle to be a flex play. So what do you... What do he's def- going to be inconsistent, this is basically an but argument he's going to What do we consider the definition of relevant to be? He's going to be rostered and played. Like, he's, played, you're not going to find him on the... Played is probably a stretch. You're not going to find him on the waiver wire. He's going to be rostered. In a 12-man league, I don't think he's going to be played much this year. Half his games last year were double-digit performances. So, again, yeah, he's going to be up and down, but he's going to be usable, man. In PPR leagues, that is. He's like Cole Beasley. I'm not going to target him in half PPR or stand. standard leagues is a joke. I'm saying. Don't target him. So, the only time he's relevant is PPR... And he's a flex play at best. I don't. I don't see a problem with anything I said. I also don't see why. I also don't see why he factors into David Montgomery at all. Still, that's uh, that's, like a little, that's stupid. That's, yeah, that's a little crazy. What you're saying. I, he he saw fifty carries. He Tim, did. He had no one's the arguing. David Montgomery. David Montgomery had like two hundred fifty rushes last year. It's He's going to get the rushes. It's the receptions. Yeah, it's it's the receptions. Receptions are worth like two point seven times as much as a rush. He 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 lines up in wide receiver in the slot half the time. Do you know that for a fact? I do know that for a fact. It's fifty percent of the time that he lines up out wide. Wide and slot. I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but if we look at third down percentage. For Montgomery and Cohen, and Montgomery played a lot on third down, I guess I'll say that I'm wrong, but he definitely didn't play on third down often. All right, let's go over to the wide receiver. Someone who definitely played on third down last year was Allen Robinson. He was a target machine last year's season with Mitch Trubisky. Um, Third most targets in the NFL, 98 catches, was seventh in the NFL. He has a history of injuries. People are starting to forget about that. When someone has one good season, they forget about these injuries. Can we see him repeat, or was that his ceiling, what we saw last year? I love me some Allen Robinson. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he me proved, and Michael do not see eye-to-eye on the Bears this season. He proved that he's just a stud receiver in a terrible situation last season. Look at what Mitch Trubisky did last year. And then look at what Allen Robinson did. This guy put up 98 receptions, 1,147 yards, and seven touchdowns. He was outside the top 60 in yards per reception. Uh, he He's usually way higher up in there. So even if, if even if you say the receptions go down, his yards per reception could go up, and he could easily match the 1,100 yards on, say, 80 to 85 receptions rather than the 98. He was the number one wide receiver against man coverage, according to Matt Harmon's uh, reception perception. He saw 153 targets last year, which is a tremendous amount, obviously. But that was fourth in the league. It's not like he led the league in targets. And who else are the Bears going to throw to? Allen Robinson is the guy. He's the alpha. And then we got either QB Nick Foles coming in, who is an improvement from Mitch Trubisky. I don't. I I think you guys would agree with that. Or Mitch Trubisky. So he's either going to be in the same range 
with Mitch Trubisky at QB or slightly better with Nick Foles at QB. He was 23rd in true target value last year despite getting throws from Mitch Trubisky. He was outside the top uh, 30 in true target, true throw value. So, honestly, last year might just be this dude's baseline at this point. He was an absolute monster, and I don't see why that doesn't continue going into the season. I think Allen Robinson is a great choice uh, in the third round, which is currently where he's going, and sometimes I see him go in the fourth round. I think he's even better there because he's just going to continue to ball out, whether it's Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky, especially because I think the Bears are going to be awful. Like, the Bears are not a good team, so they're going to need to be throwing a lot, and Allen Robinson is just perfect for that. I don't know. Their, their defense is still pretty good. It's really not, know. though. Back to the running backs real quick. Montgomery had a 58% snap share. Tariq Cohen had 49%. So they were on the field together at points. And do you think the Bears could be worse than they were last year? No, I don't. I think they're an improved team this year. If anything, Montgomery's snap is going to go up a little and Cohen's going to drop a little. By the way, just, just so we have the stats out there, Tariq Cohen on third down, 16 receptions. David Montgomery, five receptions. Tariq Cohen on first and second down, though, 63 receptions. So he's not the third down back. He's on the field with David Montgomery at the same time. He had, and he had three times as many receptions on third this down. This doesn't need to be mutually exclusive. He's basically the third down back, but he also plays earlier. In I, the did, did you not hear the On first down, 31 catches. On second down, 32 catches. On third down, 16 catches. To call him a third down running back is just incorrect. He... All because he's on that's the role. field first and second down doesn't mean he's also not the third down running back. Yeah, it's a role. He had 16 receptions on third down compared to Montgomery's five. That's three times as many. Slot receiver slash third yeah. down running yeah. back. Yeah. He had, All he because had, he's also on the field in the slot. Time, he had three times as many on third down, but he also had three times as many in general. And? So, like, what is third down to do anything? Anyway, just let's go past that. But that's, that's those are the numbers, so you, you can hear them. So Michael likes A-Rob, huh? Yes, I like A-Rob a lot. I just think that you're not going to – you think he's going to get that many targets, the third most targets in the NFL again? I Fourth most targets, and I don't see why not. I don't see why he can't average 10 targets a game again. That's basically what he averaged last season. And like I said, he was outside the top 60 in yards per reception. If he goes back to his baseline from previous years, he could catch 80 balls and still reach 1,100 yards. All you just said to me is he's a product of a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of targets. No. You can bet on that again if you want. He was want. number one against man coverage in reception perception, according to Matt, it's a, Matt I, I'm Harmon just a too. little confused as to how you're going to bet so much on his volume and then just ignore Montgomery's volume. Because Allen Robinson is a good player. A good Debatable. player with volume compared to a trash player with volume. It's a two good seasons in his life. He was hurt. Two healthy seasons, two good seasons. Yeah, man. I think, I think, his, I think his injury, I think that's why you're banking on, on a player to do something again that he's never done before. And I just think that's... What if the Bears are better with Nick Foles, guys? We we can't just assume think, they're going to be a worse team who's going to throw just as much this season. I don't assume that they're going to be a worse team. I actually think the Bears are going to be a much improved team this year, and I think they're going to do it with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback because I, I think David Montgomery's going to be better. And even with all this talk, it's not even like we love Montgomery. <laughs> no, we don't. Because we don't. The Bears were 12th in pass attempts last season. It's not like they were this crazy passing team. Yeah, but... I guess. A-Rob's also, Anthony, also let's get to the, the next guy, Anthony Miller, because Anthony Miller, so speaking of Matt Harmon's reception perception, the reception perception darling for the second year in a row, every time he's on the field, darling. he gets open, he beats coverages, 
and he's consistently good. The only problem is that he hasn't been able to to translate that into production because he got hurt last season. And a lot of people don't remember that he was hampered all season. Is Anthony Miller someone that's worth a flyer? So Anthony Miller, look, I'm not denying his talent because I was on Anthony Miller last year as a sleeper. Obviously, that didn't work out. So I'm not denying his talent. I know he's a talented dude. I know reception perception says the same thing. But I'm sorry. I just don't understand why so many people are once again in love with Anthony Miller. What has changed? The dude, it seems like he's always hurt, but he's played 31 of 32 games his rookie and sophomore season. And that entire time has been maybe a flex player. Like he had that one huge game against Detroit last week where he was mainly on benches. Maybe uh, maybe he was in your flex. But besides that, he wasn't really useful. He has four games in his career over five receptions. Whether it's Foles or Mitch Trubisky at QB, Allen Robinson is going to be the target hog. I don't think Foles or Mitch Trubisky could support two top 30 receivers. We know Allen Robinson is going to be there because he's a beast. I don't see Anthony Miller really being a weekly wide receiver three or better. I think he's going to be a flex in good situations. Otherwise, you're going to put him on the bench. He'll have some big games where it just comes out of nowhere, and you're going to be upset that you're not starting him. But then you're going to start him games, and you're going to be upset he's going to end with two catches for 19 yards. And that's what happens when you have Mitch Trubisky at quarterback or Nick Foles. So I I just don't see either of those quarterbacks being able to maintain two receivers. So Anthony Miller is someone I'm pretty far off of at this point because I'd rather take upside shots on guys like Justin Jefferson or Jalen Rager or Rashad Perriman, guys like that who are all going later. I think they all have more upside this season than Anthony Miller, barring an Allen Robinson injury. I agree. I think at this point you got to agree, but don't be surprised if Anthony Miller comes out of nowhere and surprises some people because he has the talent too. What about uh, Ted Ginn, Cordero Patterson? No, no, Ted no, no. Probably, Ted Ginn will probably win you a couple weeks in daily fantasy. Not even. Not on the Bears. Catching a big bomb. Yeah, probably not on the Bears. Although Nick Foles, he's known for having one of the prettiest deep bombs in the league. Just putting that out there. Um, Perfect for Robinson. Yeah, let's go over to the tight end. Oh, boy. You want to hear my Michael, tight end notes, Tim? Michael Jason's favorite tight end, Jimmy Graham, joins the fold. My tight end notes? Big contract somehow. Are you joking? <laughs> Those are my tight end notes. One tight end league, two tight end league. If you find yourself drafting Jimmy Graham, kindly get up and leave the room. What about Cole Komet? You think he has a shot? Absolutely not. No, Again, he's a rookie tight end. <laughs> And if you're drafting rookie tight end, like we saw TJ Hawkinson and Noah Fant, like these two generational tight ends come out last year, and they weren't even useful every week tight end ones. Like I saw someone on Twitter hyping up Devin Asiasi for this season. Like, oh, Maybe A-Rob Wilson has 150 targets. Who the? That's what F I'm for saying. these people going to throw to. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is why I think Cohen is going to be a decent PPR option as well because he's going to see targets too. All right, PPR only. I still... I still have a gripe about what the word relevant means. Because <laughs> just a flex play maybe some weeks in only PPR. Relevant? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Over 50% owned in 14 team leagues. I mean 12 team leagues. All right. If I'm all calling time. 50% the relevant number, then <laughs> then I lose. No, Cole. Jimmy Graham Jimmy doesn't Graham. deserve Jimmy Graham might be 50% owned in 24-man leagues. <laughs> All right, so uh, one injury away. Um, I think Anthony Miller, uh, if Allen Robinson goes down, 
will slot into that role and become the kind of target monster that Anthony that Allen Robinson is. And we could see a big turnaround from Anthony Miller because I think I really think I think he's really being wasted on this team. Anthony Miller is a is a really good wide receiver, and you don't have to watch much Anthony Miller to see how he gets open and to see the routes he runs and to see that he is open. So Anthony Miller is my guy. How about you guys? I guess it could be Miller. I was even I was gonna say Cohen, but even if Montgomery goes down, then the Bears will probably sign Devontae Freeman or something. They're not gonna give Cohen the the every down role. Yeah, I'm gonna flip it. Cohen gets injured and then Montgomery starts catching more passes. That would that would make more sense. Um, this was definitely the most contentious of the uh, Well, you guys are idiots, so what do you so expect? Stupid. Yeah, idiots. I don't even want you here anymore. Nice hair, Michael. guys. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I'll bet you Here we go. That what well, how many wins do you think the Bears have this year? Wins? I don't know. I haven't looked wins. at the schedule or you anything. You said they were going to suck. So how Yeah, I think they're going to suck. So what? Six wins? Six wins. Uh, fine. Six or under? Under. Six or under, so six included. Okay, so under seven. Under six and a half. I take the over. All right. Interesting bet. We don't really do bets like that, but it's anyone a crazy episode. Do you want to bet me on the Panthers? Because I think their line right now is five and a half, and I'm taking the under on that all day. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jason, where can they find you? At Brodoff of Jason. At Jason, Brodo FF F- Mike. You can find me at Brodo FF Tim. See what we did there. Also, at Brodo Fantasy on social media, IG and Twitter, if you want to follow us. Um, also, check out BrotoFantasy.com, new and improved. Check out Patreon.com slash Brodo Fantasy for extra episodes to play in our listener leagues. The deadline is coming up quick, so get your butts in there. We've been having some new patrons, and we appreciate all of your fandom and loyalty. You also get access to Discord where you can ask us some private questions uh, that only the other Discord members could see. And if you get to a uh, if you get to a certain tier, you could DM us so the rest of your league doesn't see your questions and we can give you advice for not for free because you'd be paying for it. But, uh, <laughs> on the on the low low. For your tier. Um, Looks like the Bears that- are at like eight and a half on in Vegas. I'm about to go bet that under. Well you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Uh, with that being said, next time we come to you, we start in the AFC South. Yeehaw! Where our boy Maldo and the Texans reign. We'll see you then. Peace. Later. Later.